What's up, guys? Welcome up. <laughs> I gotta get used to this. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of DCI Podcast. Today, we have an awesome guest, Gabe Zeta, and he's here with us today. How you doing, Gabe? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to do this podcast. I've never done one before, but I'm always excited to talk about drum chord. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome today, guys. And, of course, we're going to touch into some a lot of stuff today. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have some tea. We're going to have some awesome content. Can't wait to catch up. But, um, Gabe, how you been? I've been really good, man. Um, honestly, like I feel like this year, after coming back from the season, I transitioned to normal life pretty quickly. It took me like a day and a half, almost. Like I, I don't know. Um, I'm chilling. Um School is fun. It's fun being a music major here at Kennesaw State University. I'm enjoying that a lot. So. And, like, what were all the places that you've marched over your drum corps career? You have oh, been yeah. marching for years, I've heard. Yeah. So, um, first year I marched was Cadets in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, I marched Blue Knights 2019. And now, at first, at that time, okay, so in 2018, Cadets were seventh place. Uh-huh. And Blue Knights were ninth, or ninth place that year, right? And the reason why I did that switch was, one, I was really young. And I'm going to be honest, my first year, I was really, really bad, right? Right. And I just remember how being a really bad marcher at the time, uh, I wasn't the most liked person. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go somewhere else, get a different vibe, right? Gotcha. I ended up marching up Blue Knights. Um it was really, really chill. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, it was a great season. Blue Knights is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that show was really, really cool. That was the last um, Bo Cook-esque year. Um, I, I forgot what they did with the writing. Um, Jay Bo Cook wrote all of like the Blue Knights shows from like 2013 to 2018. And then right. I think 19, uh, I forgot what he did in 2019. But I know that our book wasn't fully written by him, but... I remember the second movement wasn't original. Um, after that, uh, COVID happened, so nobody did 20, right? Yeah, um, COVID. 21, I also didn't do that because, um, well, it was a shortened season, and I, with all the COVID stuff, um, just like money wasn't the best, so I was like, mm. you know what, going to take this year off too. Uh, 2022, I really, really want to get back into Drum Corps because I was out of it for like two years. I had yeah. two years left. I'm like, you know what? I want to get right back into this, right? So I auditioned for Carolina Crown. Um, I got into like their February camp, right? Mm. And then I got cut. So that kind of sucked. Oh, damn. I got cut. And the thing is that um, one thing is that I had a good relationship with the staff, but not so much the members my first year marching in uh, 2018. So actually a lot of the cadet staff from when I marched was over at Crossman. Really, really. So that's how I got that connection there. Um, I was contacting them because I knew they were, they were over there um, and ended up marching there. So there's that. Dude, yeah. Cadets 2018 show, like, I think that was by far, like, one of my latest favorite cadet shows. Because yeah. it's, like, the uniforms, the show, like, the energy and everything, like, in that show is just awesome. The fact that you marched yeah. it, crazy. Well, here's something actually really interesting about that show. So um, I'm sure you know that that year is the whole the year that the whole george hopkins thing george hopkins thing went down right Mm -hmm. so um i forgot what camp it was it was um uh, i think it was like february i I don't know february january march one of those one of those camps right whenever um the whole george hopkins thing happened um the news came out on that tuesday about that and we had a camp that friday oh and this is the thing though our closer was or so our show was completely different the show at the time was called the conversation and then i had Ooh. the subtitle was everybody's talking but nobody's listening right right and then, oh that's cool that's yeah cool. yeah it's cool and this is the thing it was supposed to be like uh, like the conversation two sides talking and that's why the front of the uniform was like white the back was black right mm. and our closer used to be sound of silence like from uh the simon Gar- garfunkel Mm-hmm. version and the thing is is that it kind of sounded a little too similar to what was going on with the whole george hopkins thing so they were like all right you know what sound of silence is probably not the best closer not the best year. thing to put out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they changed the closer to a uh, ballet sacra and the thing is is that if you listen to the show especially the first movement 
since that's uh, a Drew Shanefield original, the mm. Brass Rider, you actually hear hints of Sound of Silence um, mm. all over all over the piece. Like uh, like even the theme, ba ba bum. I wonder. I wonder if that. we're yeah. allowed to like play, um, like any drum cores without getting, um, what is it? Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, look, you know, demonetize, demonetize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know, uh, blue coats. They have like crap tons of like mm-hmm. copyrights. It's annoying. Like if you go back to watch it in 4K. Like 4K on Flow Marching, you can't do it because there's no yeah. audio. I don't know why the hell or what's taking so mm-hmm. long for them to get the goddamn like copyrights figured out because that that's just annoying. But I'm pretty sure we could probably do Cadets 18. I'll probably yeah, see and if I can actually, edit that out. I can get the exclusive footage of our old closer. Right? Oh, yeah. that would be good. Yeah. That would be good. <laughs> I have it on my phone, so I I can pull that up. And I mean, it's not like it's under any copyright because it was never recorded yeah so it's like <laughs> yeah. all the all the drum yeah. core experiences like blue knights yeah. uh cadets, cadets crossman. crossman what about crossman how was so, crossman crossman was really really good so um i honestly that was a really chill season mm, um okay. i i really enjoyed it uh it was also nice because i got to play two solos in the show so that was well oh, that's, that's always awesome. awesome right um but the thing is that while the core was a lot younger i felt like i could relax a lot more like it was kind of frustrating sometimes like just i don't know some like high schoolers you know yeah but uh it was nice just being able to relax a little bit more um the show was fun i think that that show is kind of slept on a little bit um i i like at the beginning of the season when i watched you guys okay so we're gonna rewind a little bit and i'm gonna actually tell one of my hilarious stories that all of the crossman people saw in 22 which oh dear lord this is gonna be stuck in my head forever Mm -hmm. um but during the show i forgot which location it was terrible with locations but i do remember exactly what happened we went on the field and it was crossman's home show i think that's why you guys were going on after Mm -hmm. or yeah after us so during the show i fell not once but twice like we had these big ass stoplights on the field I slipped and busted my ass, like, the first time. Like, boom. Busted my ass on the um, on the stoplight. Yeah. And I just hear a bunch of, like, hecklers mm-hmm. from the constant be like, look at this dumbass that just slipped and fell. And I was like, <laughs> damn it. Like, And then, like, the oh, crowd gosh. was, like, also looking. So, like, with a split reaction and, like, pulled my horn, out, like, off my hip, like, when I fell. Yeah. And I, like, just played the rest of the phrase. And people were like, oh, my God. Like. You committed to that. And in between that, I lost my goddamn mouthpiece. Oh, mouthpiece no. gone. And oh, that's that's gosh. that's like one of the main things that you never want to do during a drum core show is lose your mouthpiece. Because if your mouthpiece is gone, like you're not gonna play the rest of the show. Especially like, at Blue Coats, they have like weird <clears throat> mouthpieces. Like I remember for Trumpets we had lotuses and there are every I think there's only like two people that had matching mouthpieces. Everybody had their own separate mouthpiece. Had their own, yeah. The yeah. leads, the leads especially had their own mouthpiece. Yeah. But I remember specifically, I lost my damn mouthpiece. I was so pissed. But um, never do this during a drum corps show. But um, I'm gonna, we'll not call him out. We're actually gonna shout him out. My boy Jason Jury saved my ass that day. We were marching in the ballad. He sees my mouthpiece on the field. And he breaks out of character to grab my mouthpiece and hand it back to me. He's like, here, here you go. And I was like, why would you do that? But also, thank you so much. But I was like, never do that again. I was like, yeah. because, you know, of course, judges, you know, they're, they're really strict. And if they see, yeah. like, people break out of the form, they're going to go ape shit. And I was like, thank you so much. But, oh, don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, oh yeah, gosh, that, that, that was... Of, um... That, that was my boy for that one. I ended up getting it back. I think I slipped again in a closer. But other than that, pretty awesome show. Other than busting my ass twice. Yeah. That reminds me of that uh, Carolina Count 2014 thing. Where there, there's that like drum break. And then that snare drummer's drum fell off. Fell off, on yeah. Finals, and then the judge, he just like grabbed it and gave it to him. Like, man, is that even allowed? <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah. like they made it look like it was allowed, which yeah. is pretty cool. Even if it wasn't allowed, I don't know. I think the vibe was just really, really good. So they didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty good vibes. Pretty good vibes. Um, 
Let's see. So you did Crossman. Oh, let's hear about your age out year. When did oh you yeah. So, um, I okay. So my age out year, um, it was my age out year. While I loved Crossman, I didn't want to age out there. I really wanted to age out somewhere like really, really competitive, really, really like top of the line, right? Uh huh. So, um, I actually started out auditioning for both Carolina Crown and Bluecoats at the same time. Oh. Okay. And this is the thing. Every year that I've auditioned, I'm always, like, looking at two... Like, I always look at a backup and then look at the main core that I want to go into. And they never have conflicting weekends, right? But this year, the first camp was on the same weekend, right? The uh-huh. same weekend as Bluecoats. Same with the second camp, third camp, right? They were right. all the same weekend. All of them, right? So, I sent my video audition to Carolina Crown. And then I just... I remember specifically... The um, I sounded good on my music stuff. Music but, stuff, you sounded yeah. amazing on. I remember you played it for a couple of us. <laughs> um, but then I remember how like the visual guy, I could tell he just didn't like it at all. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna waste my time there. Right? Yeah. Um, I I just I don't know. I didn't get the best vibe from him. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go for somewhere else. And I actually never auditioned for Blue Coats, right? Okay. Um. But I saw that there was an Atlanta camp, so that's why I originally, like, you know what? This is another top core that I could go for, right? Yeah, I was there. Um, I was there. <laughs> yeah, so I remember I went to that audition, and oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. So I remember I had, like, I, I was getting, like, a lot of lead parts in our jazz band in Kennesaw. Yeah. And um, my high range was good, and then I remember I was, like, with Shane, um, the trumpet guy at blue coats and then i was in the audition room and then there came that moment like so how's like your upper range and then like oh yeah i I can play high notes and then as soon as i tried it it sounded so bad and i was like so embarrassed right (laughs) but i was i remember the next camp he has the same thing and then i redeemed myself so that was was one thing yeah who is this um this this, uh shane Choi. the uh, shane shane oh i thought this was Derek gibson no i was like this yeah. man <laughs> yeah but man i it was so embarrassing how badly i played those high notes with um shane man <laughs> mm. yeah but uh yeah i went to the next camp and i'm okay well this is the thing right i went to the next camp prepared the stuff um mm-hmm. i think i did all right on it but then i got a call back to the final camp and this is the thing um i had never Worked so hard for an audition because this is the thing dude, I didn't have another chance, dude. Blue coats auditions are like a dead, like just a death pool of like high schoolers, people who've already marched. Like it doesn't matter, like if you're a vet or whatever, or it's something like if they tell like a large bunch of people, hey, your callback, you're also yeah. within that large pool, and it's just like a bloodbath of like I remember like at that camp, mm-hmm. there was like what one contracted vet and the rest were like what 87 baritones which camp are you like about? like the december camp. december yeah yeah it was like 80 trumpets it was like a oh, it was i remember so it was a many lot of, of trumpets yeah a lot yeah. a lot of trumpets man it was just on one part you could have a whole like 24 trumpets for a drum corps yeah <laughs> that dude. was crazy i remember yeah. that room was so loud whenever we were like in this like basement area oh. you know so loud so so loud but um, yeah, that, that was my age out year, and since I like I got a call back to the final camp, mm-hmm. and then I was thinking, there's no way I'm going to not make it. Like I have to do it, right? So I had I had never practiced so much in my life because I knew <laughs> I didn't have another chance after that. I, that was my last year doing drum corps. Yeah. So I remember I, like every single day I would go and practice the audition stuff, and I'd post stuff on the Facebook page, ask for feedback. Oh, that damn yeah. Facebook page. <laughs> Yeah, but um, it ended up working out, so there's that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. So we did end up marching together in the 23 yeah. season. Um, like I said, Garden of Love, definitely a show that none of us expected. Oh, yeah. None of us. Like, when we saw what they, like, had put up on the screen, like, this is how they explain our show to us. They sit us down in this middle school auditorium, mm-hmm. and then they flash the uniforms and what the creators think the show is going to be. Yeah. And it's just, like, you think back to yourself, like, how much acid 
do these like creators <laughs> have to yeah. take in order to get these goddamn ideas? And then like at the end of the season, of course, like th- it, those shows are meant for Lucas Oil, and it's like all stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, so that's the nitty gritty um, about yeah. you know. I was, um, I was at that camp. I was at that camp, but I had canes for the first time ever before it. Canes. I had the opportunity, but the thing is that the chicken tasted kind of weird. But I never went to canes, so I just thought that that's how like the chicken tasted. <laughs> Anyways. I showed up to camp, and then I remember laying on the ground, and then there's, like, five of my crossman buddies, like, bringing me water, and I was just, like, laying on the ground, and everything was spinning. I was feeling so sick, and then after that, I went to the bathroom, and I was just showing up, like, not showing up, throwing up oh. a bunch of the trash can, and I remember um, uh, Alex Zabo, he was, Alex like, Zabo. he was, like, looking at me, and then he was, like, hey, man, uh, I think you should take today off. <laughs> what? Yeah, because dude, I was not. I was. I was really, really sick. Oh my god! Oh, by the way, so newsflash, newsflash. Don't eat canes from Ohio. Eat it anywhere else, not Ohio. But yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a big mistake. Oh yeah, my gosh. don't get and, sick before a camp. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even tell any of my parents because I'm like, man, my parents are going to freak out. They're gonna get so worried. Yeah. Over me, I'm just gonna do the best I can. You know. So. Yeah, dude. Um, let's see. Let me. All right, next part. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into some drum corps stories that we had. I mean, this could be like any year, your past year, or you know anything that you just want to throw out there. Well, I guess I'll start. So, um, the first story from my very first year. The thing is, oh, man. The thing that sucks about, like. It being so far away is that I'm sure there was a lot more funny memories, but I just can't remember them anymore. Yeah, right? dude. Like, those memories get harder and harder to remember as you, yeah. like, take Snapchat memories. Take this from yeah. the Drum Corps pros. Do oh, Instagram. Like, take as yeah. many pictures as you can because that's all you're going to get once you age out. Yeah. So And honestly, yeah. I saw people doing this, and I kind of wish I did this, right? Yeah. I remember how, like, there were some people, they had, like, a little notebook. Or they would write it on their phone, right? Yeah. One memory that they had from that day. And then I remember reading people's stuff. I'm like, man, there's so much more to the season than I remember. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. But um, anyway, so yeah, my first year um, with cadets, I remember there's this one really, really crazy bus driver. It was like some like old crack lady bus driver. Uh-huh. Like she was so she was so crazy. Like I don't even know how to emphasize how crazy she was. But um I think I was on I forgot I think I was on percussion bus. Yeah. Yeah, I was on percussion Perk bus. bus best bus. I'm yeah. going to put it out there in the world. Yeah. It, it's it's the best bus. I'm sorry like I've experienced too many bad experiences on brass bus, perk bus, best bus, perk y'all get the crown to this one. There you go. Um yeah, the only the only thing that sucks about perk bus is that it'll be like 2:30 a.m. and then you're on their little uh, practice pads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so uh I think it was the brass bus that had the crackhead bus driver. Oh. Anyways, so um, she, I, I, I wish I was on that bus so I could tell more stories about her. But there was two significant stories that I personally witnessed. Right. Uh huh. So, um, one time, we were on a highway, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was just like one section where it like splits into two, two separate highways, right? Yeah. And then does like a, a loop. And then it goes into another one, right? So right. on one of the highways, it splits, and then it does, like, a big loop, right? Anyways, so we were the bus was, like, a couple minutes ahead of us. When we get to it, we see that the bus is, like, facing the other direction, and they're in the middle of the loop, so they're not even on the road. Oh, my We don't God. even know what she's doing. And all I know is that she just, like, screams all the time when she's driving. Like, she's super-duper <laughs> crazy, right? Oh, so she's a road rager, huh? No, no it's like, no. It's not even road rage. This is crackhead. She was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> She'll just be driving and then she'll be like, ah! <laughs> like, what? How did they hire her? Like, well, like, well, this is the thing. This was like the last straw, right? Right. This was the last straw, okay? So, <laughs> there was one point, probably two-thirds of the way through the season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, She like makes an announcement to the drum corps to ask if anybody's seen her urn filled with her grandmother's ashes and how it might be at the back of the bus what (laughs) exactly 
What? <laughs> Who? Oh my god. Okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah. The, the bus driver had a deceased what? Grandma? Yeah, grandma. Grandma, mom, something like. That. Well, she well, was old, so probably a mom. But yeah. like, why would you bring that with you? Bring, like okay. around drum corps people. Okay, one. Yeah, it was around drum corps people. But what was it doing in the back of the bus? The back of the bus. Like, like, I get it. Like, maybe, you know, travel with, you know, your deceased relatives. But why the hell would you bring it, like, to, on tour? Yeah. Like, and on the I, back of the bus. And on the like, back of the bus. That's like, the weirdest part, dude. It got lost in the back. And then people were like, wow, man, what if her, like, ashes are just, you know. Can you imagine if, like, anyone yeah. were just, like, playing with that or, like, played catch with it? Or... <laughs> You know, did dares like? Oh, man, I mean, probably. they they probably wouldn't know what the hell it was because she probably didn't say what it was to the rest of the bus. <laughs> so who the hell is gonna know what the yeah, hell it that is? Was, it's man, a, this yeah. random base in the back of the bus. Yeah, but yeah, she got fired. So there's that. She uh, got fired. Um, got replaced with someone else. Uh, she was too crazy, even for drum corps people. So. She is too crazy, huh? I mean, we. I'm gonna see if I had any like crazy bus driver stories. Um, oh, I think this is my rookie or second year spirit uh we were on the bus and our bus driver was talking to like one of our section leaders that were sitting at the front of the bus and he was just like oh i'm not feeling too good or whatever and they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. like let's get an early buy stop like let's pull over and he's like no i don't think i'll be able to make it or whatever and the bus like gets really quiet and we're just like chilling or whatever mm-hmm. vibing and all you hear it's just like from the front of the bus oh my god the bus driver yeah like projectile vomits like all over the windshield all over the steering wheel gets oh that shit god. everywhere that reminds like, me like it, it, it was yeah. it, it was nuts but like we were just like oh god what do we do but like the bus driver he keeps the bus steady he pulls it over and i'm like dude like you're uh a god for pulling the bus over like without killing us but at the same time yeah we're we're not getting back on this bus like i remembered like it drained down like the <laughs> bus stairs <laughs> so gross. sorry, for the, sorry for the graphic like for any of you guys listening <laughs> but like it, it was so bad uh our core director uh pulls up and he's like yeah so let's get y'all a new bus <laughs> So oh we we get the we uh, get the poor bus driver over to like a hotel room so that way he could sleep. Um, one of the people, thank God, in the core like was experienced with driving tour buses. It took us about two or three hours to get a new bus, mm-hmm. but we got a new bus, um, and then we were finally able to mm-hmm. like get on the road and continue like yeah. to the next housing site. But that right there was just like. A, a vision that's gonna stay stuck in my head because yeah. I just think it was so funny because like um, the delay like you know how you make the sound first before you throw up so all we heard was yeah. just that sound of throwing up and, and just liquid. a rainbow of like <laughs> rainbow. Throw up. that reminds me <laughs> of that really really bad sickness we got at Blue Coast oh dude I remember how uh, I got it so this is when I got the sickness first of all so. The Down whole thing the passed. Sickness. The whole thing passed. Nobody had it for like two days, and that's when I got it. So I was like the only person in the drum corps who had it. But I remember that. I remember. I, that. It was so bad. But, um. Anyways, I remember that while everybody was sick, I wasn't sick at all. And I remember how, I was sitting in the bus, and then they didn't even have enough space. So then they're like, okay, if you're sick, just sit alone. Don't have like a bus partner because oh, there was no Lord. place to put them. They couldn't quarantine them. So, I remember just like in the middle of the night. You would just always hear like every thirty minutes. You would just hear like, like into oh a my trash god, can, dude. guys! It would wake you up. Y'all don't understand this. Like when we had our stomach virus go through the blue coats, it was horrendous, mm-hmm. super bad. I mean, like literally, there were people everywhere, like throwing up in these bags. And I think they ran out of bags at some point. Like people oh, really? were throwing oh, no. up next to each other, throwing up like on each other. Like I remember. Uh, it was me and my seat partner. Thank God my seat partner had already caught it. But the person behind me and in front of me was throwing up all oh, night. Yeah. Like the whole bus ride. And it was an eight-hour bus ride. Oh, my gosh. And I was yeah. so pissed. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get it. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm not going to get it at all. I wake up the next day. And you, I remember like, this. literally yeah. 30 minutes early. Oh, I don't even know if I should say the full thing. But, like, literally – I woke up 30 minutes before the core, and I was like, huh, I normally wake up 30 minutes after the core. <laughs> but Same. I was like, I really got to go take a shit. So I run into the bathroom. 
I go and I take a shit, and I was like, phew, this shit stinks. And my stomach, <laughs> I shit you not, my stomach turns. And I'm like, oh, this shit's trying to go the other way. <laughs> so I literally get up, turn around, and throw up. Like, I throw up so goddamn hard. Like, my stomach starts cramping. And it's like, just, like, I'm just yeah. continuous, like, all over the place, all over the walls. Cause like, <laughs> all over the walls? Yes, yes, yes. Cause oh this, my gosh. this shit hurt so bad. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it hurts so bad. I like, remember, um, <laughs> I remember that the, after like a couple of days of being sick. Yeah. I remember we were in like Maryland, right? And, uh, Maryland. And there was like this fancy, like all boys private school. You remember that? Yeah. Anyways, um, we were there and I remember how they, like the private school band, they made us like barbecue. And then I was st- I was still sick I was still sick but I was like oh man but it looks Not so amazing it looks so amazing I cannot pass this up right so <laughs> I remember I remember um like going to the bathroom like mm-hmm. after a little bit like I was eating a little bit and then I'm like oh man this doesn't feel very good right All literally right. like five minutes after eating the food okay right I went to the bathroom and then I threw up all in that trash can inside the bathroom in there. And then I heard like a toilet flush, and <laughs> and then I saw um, Gabriel Espinosa look at me and like, oh yeah, I heard it. Gabriel, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was uh, that was embarrassing. Oh my gosh, that was I, I was throwing up every single thing I ate. It was like I would eat one thing immediately throw up. That was an awful stomach bug. See, yeah, cause like I think it was either the meatloaf that did it or that barbecue. I don't know, cause like. We, we did have something similar when I marched Spirit in 21. It was mm-hmm. like, it wasn't a virus. It was more like they pushed the limit with how much they actually fed us this day. We turned this ensemble that we had, like we even gave it a special name. We called it Vomsemble because 90% of the people on the field just started projectile vomiting over the fence because they fed us mac and cheese, coleslaw, ribs, baked beans, mashed potatoes, sounds good if you coleslaw. Want marching. Like, and it was just like, man, I was a fat ass that day. I was chomping. Everyone was chomping that day on that oh, goddamn food because it was so good. Hall. The dining hall with, um, dining hall Mount was terrible. Union. But, like, we, we kept eating, like, the food. And, like, towards the middle of ensemble, you saw people running towards the fence. And we had an audience. We had a high school that was, like, <laughs> 0.1 miles away watching us rehearse and then you could just see some of us that couldn't make it to the backfield so they just ran to the front field and was like literally throwing up over so you could see it splatter on the concrete and then some of the high schoolers were like are they hurting you guys here and we're like no 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 no. we just over ate and it's called throwing up like (laughs) trust me yeah Yeah. oh my gosh mount union they fed us so good i felt bad every single meal after that and it's not because of the food it's just that it was so good that i ate so much of it Oh, dude, the Mount Union food was so good. Like, not everything was good, but, like, it was just, like, because Blue Coats, we stay at Iwu, a.k.a. Indiana Westland, like, uh, in Indiana. But we upgraded from that, I feel like, not because of, you know, the cold weather sucks at, uh, I, I, no, I can't stand that. I can't stand cold weather, but Mount Union was actually pretty cool, uh, we loved them so much. Everything was really close walking distance. The dorm rooms were a little bit bigger. Uh, actually, no, they were a little bit smaller. But the food compensated for that because, holy cow. Oh, my gosh. Food, food was, was so good. Else, it was something else. Yeah, that food. Oh, man. I could talk about that food. For, I, I have thought, like, man, I want to eat there again. I've thought about that sometimes. thought about, like, driving up to. <laughs> or, no, 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 no. Because no. what we got to do is now we got to go up. Since we're aged out, we could uh, volunteer. Oh, for yeah. like a week at Blue Coats. And then get to eat some Mountain Union food. Get to eat some Mountain Union food, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. What if they're yeah. just like, get your own damn food? Oh, man. Well, I guess I'm leaving. I'm not a volunteer. <laughs> not a volunteer. <laughs> I'm in it for the food. I'm flying over there for the food. Yeah. yeah jump core yeah. food. Oh, my gosh. And then we get ice cream every block. <laughs> oh, dude. The ice cream. The ice cream. But think about it. What if you're like a staff member and you genuinely have to be careful? Because think about it. When you're a staff member, like you're not exercising as much of the kids oh, yeah. and like if you're just munching down on food every day you get bigger <laughs> dude i was dude i okay i am not a light man i am overweight right but we're all overweight let's be honest <laughs> well i remember how after the entire spring training i lost like one pound like <laughs> i ate so much food that all of the intensity of drum corps every single day 
wasn't enough to compensate for the <laughs> amount of food that I ate on Mount Union. Like, it was ridiculous. Oh, my God. See, I made that same mistake, too, especially because, like, um, my – what did I do? I had, like, a couple of, like, other things, like, going on and stuff, but, like, I was still eating, and then I didn't lose as much weight as I did all the other drum corps years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, shit, I messed that up. But, I mean, that's one of the things. If you want to lose weight while doing drum corps, don't eat as much, and if you want to gain more weight, eat like a champion. Yeah. Like, I mean, go in – don't let off on the gas, mm-hmm. especially while you're eating all that food. Yeah, you have big fingernails. I do. Do I? Oh, I need to cut my fingernails. I do. <laughs> you know what? We're going to cut the fingernails. Don't worry. We're, we're cutting them right now. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, uh, that's that section. Oh, and another topic that I really want to get into is drum core Reddit. We know we have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we so, have to do it. I will say I am an active member of the Drum Corps Reddit community. Uh, oh, God. That is the only thing I use. Okay. Two things I use uh, Reddit for. One, sometimes I, l- I like seeing what people have to say about certain video games. And the other thing is that I look at the Drum Corps Reddit all the time. I think I look at it every single day. Every day? Yeah. <laughs> every day. That's like the only thing I look on on Reddit, those two things. And – um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's really interesting. Like, sometimes people have questions, and I think I can provide, like, a helpful answer. And other times, I don't know, I like scrolling through and then seeing funny jokes that people say, you know? Yeah, so. there's, there's, like, jokes here and there that, like, yeah. people will, like, post and everything. And then there's just, like, crazy stuff. Like, I'm going to see if it's possible to, like, remember, like, any of the crazy stuff. I love, I love the people where it's, like, um... It's like I'm a freshman in high school, and I think I'm pretty good at trumpet. Should I audition for Blue Devils? It's like, <laughs> honestly, I'd reply and be like, "Do it!" Like, there you go. Just like yeah. you want, you want to march Blue Devils? Yeah. Go to that camp, put in no. the work, and then see the outcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just no. All right, let's see what some of these people have to say. All right, so realistic marching plan. This one kid said, I'm currently a senior in high school, a current trombone player learning baritone. Oh, God. See, already, this is what you guys already have to start thinking about doing. Like, if you want to march drum corps, learn that baritone. Mm-hmm. Like, at yeah. least your junior year. Like, junior, sophomore year, start fiddling with it. Get comfortable with it. Um, oh, and he says, and a massive Blue Coats fan. There you go. Same. Yeah. Same. This was posted two days ago. Let's see. Um, I've wanted to march blue coats for a while, but recognized, um, it was, let's see, it would be almost impossible to get in without a prior corpse marching experience. That's not true. It's not impossible, but it is really, really hard. It is really hard. Like cracked visually and musically. Like there's that one mellophone girl. How old was she? I think she was 17 right yeah yeah oh yeah victoria, victoria. Yeah, victoria. oh we miss you victoria we love you if you're listening yeah. um yeah there is uh victoria yeah, she was 17 yeah she was really good she was, she was really good. so good never marched drum corps before but one of the best goddamn marchers like melophones mm-hmm. on that field it was yeah, awesome she's, she's gonna be like crazy age out oh my gosh let's see let's see what else this guy has to okay. say oh uh, let's um, see because let me see because of both funds and finishing high school, I was planning on auditioning for uh, Buccaneers. Oh, he's going to audition for Buccaneers. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, and then he asked, is this a realistic course of action or would it be better to consider a lower DCA or open class group? Dude, if you're a senior in high school, like if you've been working hard, as long as, as, long as you like sound good and you – put effort towards your visual i think you'll be fine with writing buccaneers yeah you'll you'll, yeah. you'll be fine you can march buccaneers or it's like i'm telling you i'm telling you man if you're ready to go for it go march that up like uh world class like i'm telling yeah. you it's an experience that you're never going to get but uh, it's also good to do some dca but i'm telling you if you have that good spirit in you and if you know that you can work hard like don't worry about the funds now mm-hmm. because if you put in that work 
like the funds will follow always like if you put in as much work like to march blue devils uh blue coats like if you want to march blue coats if you put in as much work that's needed the funds will strangely follow it's almost like anything that you put a lot of work into and the funds even, are gonna follow. even if they like even if you still have trouble affording whatever you need to um one thing is that there's like a lot of outlets for you to fundraise for the season right like my first two seasons i did gofundmes and that paid for like over half the stuff um gofundmes is really good yeah and i know that i didn't i didn't do this with blue coats but i know a lot of people did that like that calendar thing like drum corps always have like ways to help you fundraise because they know it isn't easy to raise thousands and thousands of dollars right yeah yeah um they're they're willing to help they're not just gonna say uh pay five thousand dollars uh we expect you to pay um if you're late you're out you know what i mean like they're not gonna do that to you but I mean, if you're not, if you're not actively trying to like seek out a way to help pay for your tuition and you're behind on your payments, then that's probably when they're going to say goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm getting like a lot, like as I'm scrolling through here, like we're getting like a lot of people that's like, should I audition for the blue coats? Is auditioning for the blue coats a really bad idea? Do it for the experience please like don't let that turn you away um like just do it just do it and it's like not only that but what's really good that blue coats do that not a lot of drum corps do is last year we unfortunately had to cut um over 500 plus high schoolers but the thing is is that auditioning for blue coats opens you up for other world-class cores mm-hmm. like the cadets carolina crown like anybody else below yeah. in that bubble you get advertised to like yeah. a lot of those kids went to spirit and they had an amazing show and then there's even another uh reddit question that says did anyone enjoy spirit show up down and all around um and then this one guy said personally i love the ballad and i thought it was a good idea honestly that show was killer that first mellophone hit in the beginning dear lord it was like uh freddie martin and daniel scott just took that brass line and just was like we're gonna go all out with it like spirit did such a good job this year especially uh not having a year and then coming back like come on so good they're that's they did surprisingly well for that and um i actually have a similar story to what you were just talking about so um my first year marching drum sorry my first year marching drum corps when I was with cadets, um, before I went to cadets, I actually went to a Carolina crown camp. Um, I wasn't expecting much because, well, they're Carolina crown. I've never marched anywhere before. Right. So I went to the camp and all of the experience I got just from that camp, just being exposed to it, like seeing the high level of execution from, especially the vets and like the discipline with like setting everything up. It kind of gave me an idea of what to expect. And after that first camp, like I only went to one crown camp and they call everybody back. They give everybody a call back, but I cut myself and then went to cadets. And after that, I feel like if it wasn't for that Carolina crown camp, I would have not gotten contracted at cadets because um, I, I just didn't know what to expect. Right. Um, just seeing how they run everything at a drum corps before you actually like seriously like i'm trying to figure out how to word this like just seeing how a drum corps runs and everything is a really really good way to kind of figure out how to actually approach a camp it's like your first camp if you don't know anything about drum corps is going to be well it, it what's the word i'm looking for um uh, looking like for? like well, whenever it's like too much of something um yeah, you know what I'm worried. I'm talking about. It's just a lot at once, and you oh, aren't like you, you overexert, like burnout almost. Yeah, I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah. like too much to process for your first camp, but after your second camp, you're you'll do a lot better. So even even if you don't have plans to like audition for like a top four drum corps or something for your first year, um, I like let's say I don't know. Let's say I'm doing a DCA core. I think that your success will be a lot better at that DCA core. If you like, for example, Carolina Crown was like a three-hour drive for me, right? Um, if I, for example, went to the Crown Camp and then went to Spirit of Atlanta right after that, I would have so much more kind of of an idea of what to Fire do. Higher knowledge, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's always good to think about like 
prior knowledge and everything. Because, yeah. like, um, and of course, it doesn't matter if you march DCA or not. You could still jump into anything. It's just that, like, the approach and the experience is going to be different, especially if you jump straight into DC, DCI instead of straight into, you know, yeah. DCA. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I highly recommend just going to a camp for, like, a really, really good drum corps for your first camp before you start auditioning somewhere else. J again, just to get the experience. Sorry, I'm getting some hiccups. But, yeah. This one person on Reddit mentioned, let's see, cheapest core to march. Um, they're all personally going to be kind of pricey. Like, I'm saying from experience, like, I think the, the cheapest that you're probably going to get, especially over core average, this is core average, is probably going to be about $4,500. In between that range. 4500 $4, to $5,500. $4,500 to yeah. $5,500. The cheapest core, like, especially getting into the cheaper realms, DCA is definitely a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. A lot cheaper. I want to say easily downright the cheapest um, core to actually march is Blue Devils. Like, the yeah. the inner uh, international core, Blue Devils. Because if you look at their perspective, they used to have it in spring training where you would literally have to live either on your own or at somebody else's house because they didn't have housing. For the Blue Devils, that that, that was what spent and other uh, other um other drum corps like mandarins, sometimes even SCV, like they also have the same system set up as Blue Devils, but I think they recently changed it so that way it's still relatively cheaper to march at Blue Devils, mm -hmm. but um they actually have a college campus now to stay at, and I'm like you cheaters, I'm like how are you making it so cheap? And it's like still, well, they, then again, you know, they're the, the Blue Devils. Who, like they probably have a well, shit ton of They were in Wyoming, right? Huh? They were in Wyoming this past year, right? Yeah, I think so. Training. Yeah. I remember, so, man, what was the core that was at Weed, California? That was Santa Clara Vanguard, I think, in 22. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weed, California. Yeah, let me see what this person Don't. really said. I really want to march world-class drum corps this summer, but I'm still young and living with my parents. Oof. Uh, give your parents to pay for it. If, you're, if you can ask your parents and if they do it, lucky bastards i swear yeah. yeah i had to work so much i had to work my ass off to pay for drum corps man I, oh um, my god so i work uh i give lessons that's what i do for work and for this past drum corps season 100 percent of my income went towards two things it went towards college and drum corps and i didn't see another penny after that like i made exactly enough to be able to pay for both and it was it was kind of rough but it was nice that I don't know that like I didn't need anybody's help that season that I could be more independent but that's me after being in college for four years and kind of having like time to build up something yeah if yeah you're in high you get school, that growth yeah you if you're in high growth. school or something there's like no way there, you there's pay for it there, there's a way you can pay for it like I almost actually I paid for the majority of it when I did spirit 19 especially mm -hmm. in high school like working like the jobs and stuff like that I was working at Wingstop I was flipping them damn chicken wings in order to get Ooh. that I mean, like I, want I, I was I was waiting to, to get it but let me see what else you said I have a sibling who will be doing activities over the summer and it will be unfair for my parents to dump all their money on me because my brother won't be able to do what he wants to do and what he's passionate about over the summer. Oh, uh, boo -hoo. Wait, did he say little brother? Hold on, let me see. Um, he didn't specify if, if that was, like, his younger or older brother. And but it depends on what they're doing, It depends too. on what they're doing. Cause like, like if, if they're doing some peewee football, like, I'm going to be sorry. I I'm sorry, but I think drum corps is, like, more life impacting than peewee football but it, again it depends on what they're doing you know yeah yeah let me see what else he said we're looking for um let's see we were looking at genesis tuition and she said that there was no way we could raise enough money nearly enough 5k for the tuition if i made the line oh yikes genesis is 5k now what wow that is, wow. Oh, my God. Drum Corps is getting expensive, y'all. You better march it now before it goes up to, like, 7 or 8K. Because I'm telling yeah. you, it's going to skyrocket yeah. before you know it. Even, even my first uh, my first year marching, it was um 4,400. And every single year, it's gone up. Like, it's gone up by more than 1,000. Like, it's kind of crazy. And that doesn't – that's just tuition. That doesn't even have to do with – um. that doesn't even have to do with, like, travel. 
the travel the travel the camp travel camp. yeah, yeah all, all that travel and then like let's see there's more people need advice should I at age sixteen clarinet consider DCI? If you play a different instrument, yeah, yes. You, you gotta, you gotta if learn you how. if you fiddle around with instruments, like pick up a trumpet, maybe not trumpet. I've seen a lot of mellophones yeah. go to go to mellophone. Yeah, yeah. A I lot of good mellophones and yeah. uh, baritones are made out of clarinet. Yeah, pick yeah. one of those damn things up. Like get like active on those and like just start hustling and bustling. Like if you're really thinking about it, get your face. You know, going on that, and then you'll be set. I don't know what it is. I, I think it's the fast fingers or something. But I see a lot of woodwind players. The valve go, dexterity. They always, they always go to mellophone. They always go to mellophone. That's like always the instrument they go to. I don't know if there's like a reason why, but if you're a woodwind player, I would just go to mellophone because there's probably a reason why they do it. <laughs> I don't know, but let's see. Um, let's see what he said. I'm currently 16 years old, a sophomore in high school, and currently marked clarinet. My high school offers competitive band um, and a football band. Ooh, so you must go to school in Texas or have a big-ass marching band in order to have two bands. That is weird. So you got a competitive band and a show band. You better be in the show band, I swear. Um, Let's see. The football band involves our entire band program, and we all perform. Oh. Oh, well, that's cool. Uh, we we all perform a pretty bare bones show at the football game, and then once more to competitions. Uh, let's see. It sounds like you're at a pretty good school here. Um, he wrote a lot. Let me see. Um, let's skip ahead. I'm unsure if I um want to go to DCI into the proper into DCI proper. DCI proper. Uh, since it would be a huge commitment on my part. I mean, if you're already doing marching band in high school, you might as well should just do it competitively. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, uh, professionally. Okay. Something like that. Something that'll just get Yeah, you. and it's, yeah, it said there, go back up for a second. It said the obvious red flag is on marching clarinet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, that isn't an instrument that they have at DCI. So if you go ahead and get started now, I mean, the sooner the better. The longer you wait on trying to learn a brass instrument, the uh, more trouble you, you'll have actually marching DCI. And also... Um, one thing is that you will learn a brass instrument way faster than you started learning your woodwind instrument. Once you learn one instrument really, really well, you start picking up other instruments really, really quick. Like you'll see these people who are like in music school and they'll pick up an instrument they've never played and they'll be able to play it like halfway decent. And that's just because you kind of get all of your clarinet knowledge transfers over to brass instruments more than you think all instruments transfer over yeah, yeah. all all instruments will will be relatable and stuff like that let's see scrolling further down oh oh my god look at this dci finalist medals 2023 win question mark oh my god there's people still waiting really like, on their dci medals any, anyone else still waiting on their finalist medal to come in the mail but uh, as promised by dci it's like we got are, uh, oh wait 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 oh these are these are troopers asking the question okay y'all didn't get your medals yeah, like we, we got a banquet yeah yeah we we got well the thing is is like if they didn't medal medal like yeah, you know second third first they have to wait to get like their medals i thought yeah. they already had well, them no when i when i marched cadets i remember how we i got my sorry yeah whenever i marched cadets i remember i got my um finalist medal before i even left so i didn't have to wait on that or anything yeah, that that is interesting to me. That's kind of messed up how they don't already have the medals like pre-made. That kind of sucks. Yeah, they should have just given it to you there. Yeah, I mean, last year they did. Yeah. Last year they gave the medals. They're just like, oh, here you go, medals for everybody. And then like this year, um, I guess not. I mean, of course, for us, Blue Coats in Boston that tied. Boston, I believe, got – well, no, they didn't give us any medals. Uh, they mailed it both – to us boston and blue coats blue coats we got ours way before boston did. boston got theirs in like november wow yeah but however all of you guys should be expecting your medals like probably within the next week or so because i remember we got ours in october so however long it takes for them to print it out like they need to hurry the hell up there you go okay next one so this guy on reddit was like anyone else annoyed about the 2023 tour patch i don't think it's that bad i mean like i'm holding it right now it looks like a normal patch to me it looks like a normal i mean like but at the same time it actually kind of looks cooler because like look it's got like the planet on it and like the 
the yard lines as like the roads that's pretty cool yeah. but let's see what else he said uh dci isn't making one of the circle patches with the year it was for oh my god these texts are so small hold on um with the year on it for this year so many jackets look incomplete i couldn't find anyone else to talk about this to maybe someone is making an unofficial one or something okay well there's not like an unofficial patch it's the official dci patch like i get it they all talk about it and they're just like what if we made like a boxy one instead of a circle one because like um the original ones used to be like i got my spirit jacket behind me but it's literally um oh, yeah, yeah. it's literally a circle and like the the year on it that was it like just a circle and the year you've marched that was it nothing really special about it but this one i think it looks nice like it's cleaner it's got like this awesome like orange and um white background like i'm pretty sure the orange and white might throw some people off but at the same time i think it's a newer approach i'm proud of drum corps for actually taking newer approaches i mean come on what are you gonna do non um funded foundation or non-profit foundation you got to do something but hey they did it and i think they did it well so a response to this drum core uh redditor no it does not look bad looks really good <laughs> um let's see yeah a lot of people were like posting below in the comments were like it was because they got rid of the uh the circle and i'm like why the hell are there so many people complaining about that a chapel oh my god wait wait, wait. okay okay Let, let's talk about yeah. this a lot of people posting the goddamn a chapel like memes stop it please please Dude, it's like, not that funny man <laughs> no no no. I, I get it it's funny but like at like, the same time we've already been tortured over the summer about hearing a chapel a chapel a chapel like oh we gosh. get it please there's this kid at my college he, um he marched somewhere i'm not gonna say where but he was like he, he he's a freshman right right um he found out that i marched blue coats and then as soon as as soon as the, he heard that he was like a chapel and i was like oh my god dude <laughs> we even have custom stickers oh custom stickers that might actually be on sale so god get those a chapel stickers since you love a chapel so much God damn. Oh, are you talking about the red text one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, or are those only the one. member stickers? I don't know, but I remember um, the one of the photographers had them. The uh, tin. Tin. And then it was I marched also. I marched with tin in 2018. Yeah. You marched with tin? Yeah, he marched cadets in 2018. Wow. Yeah. And Josh Clements, the other photographer, was our photographer in 2018. Wow. Yeah. A lot of weird connections. God damn. Another connection. You remember um, Sarah Bowden, the person who did the uh, research thing? At... Uh huh. Yeah uh sarah was the horn sergeant at cadets when i marched whoa so a bunch of random cadets people at did not know also cadets and spirit i've noticed you could literally go anywhere any anywhere drum corps related everyone and their mother has marched cadets everyone and their mother has marched spirit like crazy as hell i i think that's kind of funny because it's like everyone is and also i'll add in one more drum corps everyone's marched phantom Really? Yeah. I don't know, like, a single person that marched Phantom. Are you serious? Yeah. There's a bunch of them, like, everywhere. Hmm, there you go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know any Phantom marchers. I know, like, one girl at UGA, but that's it. At UGA. Yeah, University of Georgia. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> um, Sick them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um,. But yeah, to wrap up some stuff on this episode, um, we're going to double dip a little bit into some more auditioning stuff. That's going to come in later episodes as well, too. Mm -hmm. Especially for this new audition season that's coming up, I'm super excited for every single one of you guys to jump out. We're excited to see some new faces, some new people in the field, especially uh, over the summer. Um, just do it and stuff. It's going to be great. Um, I did scroll across a couple of questions on Reddit about people asking about video auditions. Video auditions are also an answer to the coolest part about video auditions is like, it doesn't seem like it, but 
if you do a video audition, send it in, you're always going to get feedback. I mean, it's always not going to be what you want, but of course, especially sending it in and getting your word across that you're at least expressing an interest in that drum core, they're still going to give you a response with it. Um, me personally, I've done a couple video auditions, so much so to the point I've done two. I've done one for Blue Devils and I've done one for SED. Um, I got basically replied both to like both scv and blue devils reached back out to me uh blue devils this was the year that chip crocs joined blue Ve blue devils in 22 and he watched it and he actually gave me like live feedback in a personal email um and of course he was just like if you come to this next blue devils camp you will get a contract and I was like, wow, okay. Same thing with SCV. They were like, oh, dude, like that audition was like beautiful. Um, again, like here's like another link. Like you'll get entered into like the second round of video auditions. Yeah. And then there you go. Yeah, one thing one thing that drum corps do is that unless you're like cracked out of your mind, they're not going to contract you through a video. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, they want to see your body in person, like, your physical. Yeah, exactly. Like if you if you have like a person from Blue Coats send in like a video audition to like Blue Knights, they'll probably still want to see you in person. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Also, oh my lord, there are multiple success stories of people marching really good drum corps that can only do video auditions. Like I think we were what two or three days before starting the Blue Coat season, and I shit you not there was literally two mellophones maybe a couple more instruments that sit in video auditions that got immediate contracts mm -hmm. um i think they were two mellophones yeah. um let's see yeah it absolutely insane so it is possible it is yeah. possible it is lower chance though because it's no. like last minute thing but it is possible like, if it, i'm gonna be wonderful if it's the last round of audition you want to be there like you do not want to send an audition if it's a, like the final round of auditions it is in your best interest to try your best to go there. To go there, yeah. yeah. Because, um, well, they're going to see other people in person, and you want to be compared to them, you know? Exactly. You want to be compared, like, especially on, like, a good level. Yeah. Um, especially, like, out marching. Like, how do you look better visually than them? Especially, like, you know, because they're not going to be able to pull that stuff. Yeah. You'll like, learn so much at camps. You'll learn so much at camps. It's, You'll learn just a lot. Better. Yeah. It's better for you as a performer to be at them. Yes. But, I mean, like, I don't know if you're trying to audition for a core across the country and you don't want to fly out there, then yeah, send in a video. But yeah, my my advice, especially for some of you guys, because I know that a lot of you guys listening is probably just going to go to audition camps anyways. But audition packets are just now coming out, especially being in the month of October. Take the damn audition materials. At least do about thirty minutes a day, thirty minutes a day, fifteen at least. And just get your fingers warmed up to it because we got one more month, one more uh, month left, folks, mm -hmm. until we are officially in audition season. And that's then crazy. Um, hopefully I'll be on staff at a couple places. I know that's going to be a lot of fun, um, especially jumping on, getting on that train and stuff. But, yeah, start looking at those materials now. Grind it out because I'm telling you, if you grind it out earlier, you won't have to put in as much, later, as much work later as you think. And you can actually improve upon that and become even a better performer for those mm -hmm. camps. So that way you can be that one person that gets contracted at the first camp. By the way, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but my very first audition camp uh, with Spirit, I actually ended up getting a, getting a contract. Mm -hmm. uh, but, of course, that only comes with the hard work because I remember I worked my ass off. Every single day I was in that practice room, I was practicing religiously. I was literally going ham every single day to the point where people around me would be like, holy shit, Bryson, give it a goddamn break. And I'm like, no. And I would just go in and just keep yeah. going and going. And one so. thing is that even if you're technically like not performing at the level that they want, one uh, something that they look at even more than how you perform is – like the effort you want to put in and how, how willing you are to get better. The like effort. Yeah. Yes. Bring because, that energy. Yeah. Bring the effort. If there's That's someone, yeah, if there's someone who's like good, but it's like, they have like no energy. They don't want to be there. Like they're not going to contract them. Right. They, right. They're not even to choose them, choose them over someone else. They're just not going to contract someone who, who's just like, eh. you know, they, they exactly. just don't have that energy. They want to see that energy. They want to see, uh, 
they, they don't want to see that poker face. They don't want to see the mean energy unless it's, you know, Cavaliers or Phantoms. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or Troopers. Uh, or Troopers. Or Troopers. troopers, have, or troopers. Vibe, yeah. But troopers they want to see, like, the large expression. They also want to see you getting along with people and stuff like that. They, they want to see everything. Because, like, I've seen people that are, you know, terrible. Like, can't play, can't march, but have a good attitude behind what they're doing. Oh yeah, and still get contracted. Yeah, they're, which and they're is contagious. amazing. They're contagious. Like yeah, I've marched with people like like they're not the best marcher, they're not the best player, but they have a huge drive to get better. Yeah, and they're like, they, man, they just draw you in. Like you want to be like them. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like there's so many people like that, and they got contract, and they make the drum corps better. Yeah. It, it exactly it, like if you see those people at audition camps that are just flat out just better than everyone else playing better marching better don't be fooled because those people could be yes those better performers but they can also be just straight up assholes and you have that power to not be an asshole and show your true personality and you never know a drum corps uh staff member could pick up off of that and be like man i really dig this person's vibe Let's give them a chance. And you might get that awesome callback email or that awesome contract that you ever so wanted to get, um, which is also pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But but hey, I think that wraps up the episode for today. It was very fun talking to you, Gabe. Yeah, you know what I'm excited for, Bryson? What? Waffle House. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. We've been talking about this for ages because we were just like, it's starving when we were shooting this. Also, never shoot a podcast hungry. It's awful. But anyways, yes, uh, definitely love you guys. Cannot wait to see you guys, especially in the next episode. We're going to have some more exciting stuff coming up next week. But, again, thank you so much for you guys listening, and we'll see you all next time. Keep on marching, baby. Bye.